Good evening, and welcome to this week's show of Personified. This week we'll be covering Japanese urban legends and terrifying tales from Japanese culture. You won't want to miss it. So join me. It's an East Meets West style mashup when all things nerdy become personified. Let's start with number one for the evening, the Snake Woman, otherwise known as Nure Onna. Nure Onna is more of a summer type deity. And, um, you know, do you like being on the beach? Maybe go swimming for a nice warm day? Or, you know, just feel your toes in the sand? Imagine that you're just lying down, you put down your towel, you throw off your clothing and you head towards the waves on the beach, the nice calming waves. And, well, you spot a woman in the water and she has long black flowing hair and she's, she's flailing. Oh no, she's flailing. What, what do you do? Do you run and, well, of course you run. The woman's freaking drowning out there in the ocean, right? I mean, you're, you're going to go. Well, you, you jump in the water and you swim out to her to, to be her savior. But when, when you get there, you come face to face and all of a sudden you're, you're paralyzed. Well, this sucks, because now you notice that she's not much of a woman, but kind of a snake. And you also start to feel that your legs are starting to get a serious sense of cramp. Ah, crap. Well, maybe you shouldn't have been such a hero. Well, now... You're being slowly digested by the snake woman out in the beautiful waves of the shining day with no one to thank but your damn altruism. Lessons learned, people. Don't say flailing beautiful women with long black hair out in the ocean. FYI. What's next on our list this evening? Oh, let's go with the human pillars, otherwise known as the hitobashira. The hitobashira um, are human pillars. So, you know, you think about living people inside walls and foundations. That's cool, right? Well, this tale actually dates back as far as 17th century Japan. And the story goes that as an offering to all of the deities, living people could be sealed inside buildings as sacrifices or pillars, uh, whichever they so pleased. Actually, Bones and other remains have been found on site of several different locations. So this kind of lends a possibility that human sacrifice was definitely involved in the making of these buildings, right? Um, one such location is actually Jomon Tunnel, which is located in the Sekihaku mainline. And uh, in 1968, the aftermath of an earthquake or maybe some kind of fated incident um, a number of skeletons were discovered sealed into the walls, you heard me, the walls 
of the tunnel. 1968, folks. They were all standing upright. The legend is that many of these structures still stand today, and uh, perhaps modern workers should take note. Just how dedicated are you to your jobs? Are there ghosts walking around in those tunnels? Well, heck yeah! If I got cemented into a tunnel, I wouldn't be very happy about that either. So now we get over to Hanako-san. 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 <laughs> so there's different legends involving Hanako-san. Way number one, just like I did, you can call out her name in the bathroom three times. This normally involves a public restroom. And she will appear to you out of the third stall. Now, that's one way you can summon her. There's also that you can go in a building on the third floor, on the third stall, and knock. But if you don't have a third story, any story will do with the third stall and knocking. The most told one is the chant that you say to her. So you knock three times, and then you say, Anata wa Hanako-san ga arimasu ka? Which in translation is, Hanako-san, are you there? She might not be there, or she'll answer in a faint voice. Watashi wo koko ni iru ya? And if you translate that, it's, yes, I'm here. Or something of this nature. If you choose to open the door, you will be greeted by a small girl in a red skirt and black bobbed hair. In which case, she'll throw you in the toilet and drown you. This is a swirly gone bad. Why you would do this as a bizarre form of self, I don't know, killing? Suicide? Whatever have you. But if it ever just gets you the urge to do it, well, now you have the way to know. Um, it actually came about, the, the legend, in the uh, 1950s. Uh, Hanako-san, uh, it's Toire no Hanako-san, which means Hanako-san of the toilet. Uh, it's a story about a girl around the 1950s. Uh, she's from elementary school who haunts the third stall of the bathrooms. Hanako-san has been around since the 1950s. It's about a little elementary girl who haunts the third stall of the bathrooms. Um, she's also sent the disappearing... She's also been tied to the disappearance of many people from around the world. Usually she's wearing a red skirt with bobbed hair, cut while her hair is black. And uh, it went viral around the 1980s, but it's believed to existed since the 1950s. Um, Hanako is told to be a small girl who died during the World War II period while playing hide and seek with friends at school. But there's actually others that say she was found in the bathroom by an abusive parent or hentai, pervert. But the most famous, and this is just what I've read around online, is that during World War II, uh, she was killed in a bombing raid while playing hide and seek. So some say that she's just a really restless spirit. So that's how you summon her. That's her backstory. And that's what caused her to become Hanako-san. Uh, Hanako-san had a huge pour down in Japan and reached the national phenomenon stage where at schools, children were actually afraid of bathrooms. 
they say they saw Hanako on the playground, and many people started to disappear when the Hanako story became very popular around the 1980s. Uh, there is also two stories that are much like Hanako. One is Kashima Reiko, and another is Aoi Manto or Akamanto. These stories I've covered a little bit before, so uh, next time look for the toilet spirit, which is Akamanto, and I believe that's episode nine or eight, somewhere around there. So just look for that episode. The toilet spirits got all kinds of neat details about that on there. I like to visit. Uh, Japanese urban legends that come out of bathrooms. Why? Because it's our most vulnerable areas and areas that everybody feels a little, well, naked. (laughs) So the thing about this urban legend in particular is a lot of urban legends like Kuchisake Onna is one that is just unlucky happenstance. You come across her, she asks you a question, and if you don't answer the right way, you get to be samesies with Miss um, Super Smiley Face. Kind of akin to a Cheshire cat, only more bloody and more scars and lots of doctor bills. But um, Hanako, she has to be summoned. You can't just come into the bathroom and she'll pop up and be all like, Are! No, no, no. She's kind of like the Bloody Mary of Japan. And if you're not familiar with Bloody Mary, um, you should definitely take a look at it in uh, American culture. I might actually do a Japanese and American culture urban legend similarities because there are a few, Bloody Mary being one of them. Yeah, it it definitely would be creepy to see a little girl in a red skirt come up to you, but she won't do that. The only way she'll actually do it is if you summon her. And it has to be a public restroom, and uh, she'll actually stay in her stall until you summon her. She's polite. Imagine that. A Japanese toilet spirit with manners. Well, I do declare. Well, this week we, you know kind of had a shorter show, but uh, what I did want to touch on is that we're going to do The World Ends to Silence. That's going to be a fully fledged radio show. I want to release that tomorrow evening. So uh, this, this show tonight, what I wanted to do was just cover the Japanese urban legends and myths. And then tomorrow I wanted to do the fully fledged radio show and it's been a little while and I do apologize. I know it's been some time since I've posted, just know I've been going through some real, you know, personal issues. We just got laid off at work. Unfortunately, all of our jobs got handed to overseas agents because it's just so much cheaper to do um, support and that sort of nature, you know overseas now. So I'm kind of in the process of balancing my company and also trying to make sure that I have a day job so I can continue to do these things for you because I so enjoy doing this for you guys. Um, Maybe in the near future, I'll be able to just run my company and that's kind of what I'm hoping for. So tomorrow, the radio show and tonight, the urban legends. So there's just a few of those that I thought I'd go over. Um, and we'll go ahead and end on one last one. Let's see. I'm, I'm going to go through a little bit here. And let's do the last one for the evening, which is 
Teke teke. So, teke teke. Japan has an interesting culture when it comes to death.、Um, and it's a very serious matter. Suicide is something that happens way more often than it should. The death rate is actually higher than the birth rate in Japan and is a huge crisis. And one can only wonder why. Some people. Some people speculate that they have,、uh, it's the work culture. Some people speculate that it's a culture that is, you know, fascinated by youth and tends to, you know, kind of latch onto that youthful element. And then once you get past a certain age,、um, it's over, it's done. So many things could relate to that. We never know. But. Ghost stories are no different. The majority of urban legends usually involve spirits. They usually stem from unhappy or vengeful spirits,、uh, spirits that are restless.、Um, the teke teke, or teke teke, is said to have been a woman who either jumped or fell in the path of an oncoming train and was severed in half. Ooh. Now, She roams throughout Japan in the form of a torso. She drags herself along with her claw like hands. And the sound she makes while moving is described as teke, 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 teke. <laughs> As she propels herself using her elbows to frightening speeds. Wow, that's kind of fun. I'd have to say I might crack up a little bit if I saw that in real life. Unless, of course, well, if you haven't, you know, peed yourself in light of a woman crawling across on her elbows at frightening speeds,、um, well, she can launch herself towards you and produce a scythe. So, you know, the laughter might be cut short because she can freaking saw your ass in half, dude. And, uh,. If you choose to stick around, well, that's what's going to happen. So it's kind of mostly a cautionary tale for kids not to be outside、uh, past dark, as most urban legends are.、Uh, if you look at urban legends across the board, it's always about some demon or creature that's going to drown you or scythe you in half or whatever else. So just keep that in mind, kids. Go inside because the ticket. Going to get ya. <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and end on that note with the,、uh, <laughs> the scary urban legends. I had to get one more in. I know I said I was gonna end on the other one, but there's so many awesome legends that are so exciting. It is just great. So,、um, you know, another thing I'd kind of like to do is maybe we can start doing some Japanese lessons. And if you guys like that segment of it, you can go ahead and you know, let us know or、uh, let myself know. I'm mostly on Facebook, so you can find me on Facebook at、uh, Crystal Ann Books.、Uh, that's going to actually be switched over soon because I'm changing the company over for my own、uh, mixed media company. The mixed media company is actually going to be called Valhalla Rising. And,、um, That's going to embody everything that we do as a production company. We do mixed media. So you're going to start seeing a lot of changes with the Facebook page, our Twitter, our Instagram,、uh, 
uh, all of that, all of it's going to be switched from my name over to the company name in order to get a, a different vibe and get some fun stuff going with the films. We've got some short films we're going to release. We've got something we're even going to enter into Sundance Film Festival. Super excited to get this going. So let's try a Japanese word for the evening. And it's something really, really simple. So have you ever pointed to something, you know, point, and you're trying to point something out? So this is going to be called kore in Japanese. Kore. 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 This. This in Japanese language is kore. What's a common one everyone always knows? Cute and tasty, right? So let's do, let's do cute. Since we did a whole lot of scariness, we're going to do cute. And then I'm going to explain the difference between cute and scary. They sound similar, but they're not. So cute is kawaii. Kawaii. See, do you hear that? Kawaii. Kawaii. Cute, right? Scary. Kawaii. Kawaii. Do you hear the difference? Kawaii. Cute. Kawaii. Cute. Kawaii. Scary. And the last one is oishi. Delicious. Oishi. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this show, and I look forward to next week's show as well as the world ends to silence. As always, stay creepy. Hope you enjoyed this week's show of Personified.